0: Hey, bro, it's Saturday, right? Yes, sir. It's Saturday. You know what that means. It's that new episode day, ain't it? Yes, sir. You think they are ready for it? I don't know, but let's drop it anyway. I'm with it. On your count, bro. Three, two, one. one. Welcome to the Black Anime Podcast. Yo, about
1: that? about You are now tuned in to the Black Anime Podcast. You
0: are now tuned in to the Black Anime Podcast. What's good, everybody? It's your main man, Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology, here again uh, with another new episode of the podcast. And uh, for this episode, this episode is different, going to be different than other ones. This is the only time it's going to be a weekly episode. But This is a new segment I'm trying to start up on a pod called Where Do I Start? And Where Do I Start is going to be dictating really kind of like all those um all those series that have like multiple offshoots and, you know, they're like 10 seasons deep and you're like, you know, where the fuck I'm supposed to start. So like, this is kind of for that. So we'll be going over series like the fate series, uh, Monogatari, Gundam, um, the, a certain scientific Royal gun series that has like three or four different um, offshoots and, you know, anything else I can find or anything else that's like super long running that uh, can't really be covered in like, you know, one or two episodes, or even like one episode at all. So to start it off, I thought I would start with the classic, one of the best Fate series, an amazing series through and through. Um, and to talk about Fate, I brought the dude I know that loves Fate almost as much as me. That made me talk about it. Uh, every, time, every time I hear talk about Fate, this man got some, you know, passion behind it. Uh, what Mike Check. Go ahead, tell Telly.
1: Yo, it's uh, me, King Taliano, uh, Your boy, the anime ambassador of Florida. Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm half a Mike Check waifu waifu. And um, we keeping Florida afloat out here. <laughs>
0: Barely. you barely barely keeping Florida afloat.
1: I'm trying, bro. <laughs> uh,
0: but like I said, this is the first time it's going to be a weekly episode um, after this. I don't know. It might be like a Patreon exclusive for first, and then I'll make it public after, or whatever I feel like doing. Depends on kind of how good this one does and where it ends up going. So if you like this and you enjoy it, let me know. And we'll keep it going. But if not, then I'm still going to do it, because I want to fucking do it. But it just won't be... <laughs> it just, it just right. definitely won't be weekly episodes after that. It'll definitely be like Patreon or some shit first. But uh I guess it's a weekly episodes so as we always do keep the same keep the same flow as usual let's hit the what's up tell me how your week been how you been doing bro what's up with you
1: That's been pretty good I had a week off before this uh as the people who listen to Mike Check, wife wife who already know um it's my son's birthday last week and you know we were just Ooh. chilling having a good time But uh yeah bro it's been a pretty solid week busy cuz work but you know how about you Uh I've
0: been good I've been chilling I've been so, like, I just started my new job, so I'm still waiting on stuff and getting in touch with people and stuff like that. Start a new job is more difficult. Well, okay. The way it's going has been difficult, more difficult than it should have been. So, I've been low key stressed. So, um, but besides that, I, I guessed on two podcasts this week. I did one with um, Spicy Lady Ashanti. I did one with her. That's supposed to come out this weekend. And I did one with a um, boys over at Bill Caster. Um, that's supposed to come out this week, too. So, I, I've just been, I've been trying to keep myself as busy as possible from um, writing. I watched, I actually caught up on Decadence today, and mm. nobody is talking about that anime enough. Nobody is. That, that might be my, my one for the summer. I don't know yet. I is gotta catch up on or? everything else. Decadence is amazing. I gotta, I gotta catch up on everything else before I can definitively say it's my number one for the season. As an original mm. anime, and I'm talking about continuations as an original but Decadence, is hitting on, in a way I did not expect it. Like, I remember I, I waited three weeks to watch it, and people were tweeting, oh, what's like Attack on Titan. Oh, it's going to be like this. This is not. And I was like, okay, bet, bet, bet. And then people were like, oh, no, no, no. You're not ready for episode two. Nobody's ready for episode two. I'm like, episode two? That's the second episode. Episode two? What are you talking about? So I watched it. Episode one is, is, is the animation is consistent. It's really, really, it's animated really well the whole time. You, you, your mind is thinking this is going to be one way that the episode two turns everything on its fucking head. Like, you're like, what what the hell is going on? Like, it changes the entire game of the anime. It's so good. So good. I might, asked, to, I might have to give it a plan. You got, but I'm telling you, telling you, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, at, at episode two, I sat there and, like like, at my screen. I was like, yo, what the fuck? What is going on? <laughs> what is going on and it's just yeah, they do, it's a great anime i love this it's like post, post-apocalyptic yeah it, it, okay it is post-apocalyptic um you see i can't i i'm gonna spoil it for you so i, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say too much it's, it's, it's really hard to explain a lot of stuff it's, it's action post-apocalyptic you know what i mean it's um
1: I thought adventure like, i thought it was like a, a mecca joint
0: Oh, it's not a mecha anime. It's not a mecha oh, anime.
1: Oh, where? Because <laughs> like this this image right here I'm looking at. It looks straight like this is like they about to jump in somebody's mech.
0: Is it's not a mecha anime at all. So okay, so it's kind of like like someone said attack on Titan, because the parallels are with like the gear they use um when they fight is like you know the uh you know the gear that uh they use in attack on Titan, the I forget what it's yeah, called.
1: The, the three-dimensional gear.
0: The three-dimensional gear. It's similar, like the, the movement of is similar to that, but it's totally different than that. Like, yeah, you just got to watch it. You just got to watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's one of those anime that's real easy to spoil if I just say the wrong thing.
1: I appreciate it. I'm going to pick that one up, too.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely worth the watch. Um, and then, like I said, I told you before we started, I was watching Fate State Night, the 2006 version today, to catch to kind of refresh myself. Because I um, it's just transition to the topic, whatever we transition in. Um, because for today, I wanted to focus on kind of the beginning of Fate. Because go talk about fate is going down a rabbit hole that's gonna take you. And I still haven't watched the Magical Girl one, so we can't even talk about those yet.
1: I only uh, saw one season of, of the Magical Girl, Girl one, but it's like what, like five of them?
0: Yes, it's like it's like five different. So I, I'm not even go touch that yet. Um, but uh, I want to start focus on the start. So um, if you've never watched Fate, you're probably wondering like, oh man, I don't know what the how how am I supposed to start Fate? Like this this, this Fate Grand Order, this Fate Apocrypha, this Fate Last Encore, this Fate Zero, this Fate State Night, this Fate you No know, Elite. wherever the magical girl wants to we where am supposed to start? So um, Grand my, Order, I, Grand, I, Grand Order is amazing. Even though I, the animation isn't consistent enough for me, but I'm talking, about, I'm talking about grand order today. So you try to try and get, tell me, you, try and get into the, the, the rabbit hole early. Relax, man. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> we gotta we're gonna be here for a minute because grand order anyway. So my my this is my suggestion for starting fate. If you're gonna start fate, I would always start with fate zero. I know some people may say you start with stay night. I disagree. Zeros, I feel like it's the best entrance into it. it explains um what fate is about. You know, from beginning to end, it, well, for, well, from the beginning, really explaining everything what Fate's about. It gives you a good um, beginning to kind of when you go into Stay Night, which is one of the, I would say, the main continuities um, of it. You know what I mean? Because as you get into deeper, when you get into um, Grand Order and they do the time travel shit, you get references to it as well. So, And even actually when you go into some of the other ones, they still reference the, the characters from Stay Night are, are kind of like, you know, relevant no matter where you go. Within the series, they, so, they also
1: mentioned. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, this, but no, no, go ahead, go, they, they ahead, go ahead. Also mentioned um, the the movies, um, Unlimited Blade Works, and uh, the which one is it? The 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 third one is coming out. Heaven's Field. Heaven's Feel. Oh. Yeah, they also mentioned Heaven's Field and Unlimited Blade Works in the original Fate Zero series, if I'm correct, or if yeah, I remember yes. right.
0: So it's so so my so if I'm going to start out, I would say I'd watch Fate Zero first. Um, if you want to go back and watch 2006, I would say it's a, it's, a good, it's also a good beginning to Stay Night. So I'd watch Stay Night first, then I'd watch I'm Blade Works, and then I'll go to Apocrypha. That's how I would start if you wanted to. What about you,
1: Taylor? uh Actually, I can't disagree with that at all. Like, 100%, I agree with that. And um, the only other thing I would say is Apocrypha, I feel like you can watch that whenever because it's kind of like, It's the one that kind of just jumps in and gives you that full, uh, like this is definitely different world, but it's the same world. So Apocrypha, you can kind of watch that whenever, but I would say watch Fate Zero, Fate Zero second season first, and then you can kind of go into Unlimited Blade Works or Apocrypha, but you just need to make sure you get that first initial entrance. Like how you said, that Fate Zero entrance to the series, they give you so much information that it makes sense. And you're like, okay, cool. This is what I'm doing.
0: And um, if, so if you don't know anything about uh, fate zero, just to, well, fate in general, give you a quick recap. Fate is the the fate franchise. The series is based off a phone game, a mobile game. You can play your phone. Um, It's a a gotcha game that they call it the gotcha games. Um, It's a gotcha game that was turned into an anime. The first, the first entry was actually fate stay night in 2006. Um, and that was animated by Studio Dean, um, and they did a good job. I mean, it reminds me of, like, old-school um, uh, Bleach when I, was, when I was re-watching it. That's what it not necessarily reminded me of. Um, but then we get in about 2012, I want to say 2000, between 2007 and 2012, we get Phase Zero, which is actually a prequel. So the whole Fate Series is about something called the Holy Grail Wars. And if you know anything about, you know, history, the Holy Grail was this magical item something like that. And it has different lore around it depending on which – person you're talking to, even historically, like everybody has different things about it. Um, For the Fate series, the Holy Grail is um, a magic wish-making machine, kind of in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's also, so basically every 10 years, um, it will summon uh, seven uh, servants, except for pocket, Well, again, seven servants, and seven people to control those servants, and the seven people who control them, and they fight and they battle. Whoever's the last one alive gets the uh, grail, and with the grail, you can uh, wish for anything, anything in the world. So, phase zero, which is the prequel, which is kind of really the starting point in the series, starts out in the fourth Holy Grail War, I believe. The fourth yeah. one? Yeah, because that's when the, that's when the, something I'm staying Yeah, so the fourth Holy Grail War. So, you start out with that, and um, your main character, is uh actually I have all, I have all the characters up because I always forget them. Is Emiya uh well kirt, kirt, I, I'm not gonna say his wrong emia, anyway. Emya, I'm just I'm gonna say emia I'm gonna say his name wrong. Um started with Emiya, kind of the main character and his and his um and his uh servant saber, who is saber's kind of constant for like a lot of the series. So uh we start with Saber. So phase zero. Just on about phase zero. From my opinion, I feel like phase zero again, we said it before, it's a great start to the series. Um, I feel like it gives the best explanation in general for the holy grail that doesn't really get destroyed until you get to like Apocrypha, which they kind of mess with the rules, but the holy grail itself is still the same thing. So watching phase zero gave me like a really good idea of what I was gonna get from the series going forward. Like if I didn't start there, I think I would have been a little bit confused because you really don't, they don't like none the stay nights apocrypha i will fate go like none of them really go into deep detail for the most part on what exactly the grail is and exactly like how it is used or how it can be misused like fate yeah
1: yeah fate fate zero gives absolutely definitively the best explanation as to what they're even doing in this world and later on in Later series, which I'm assuming we'll talk about at some point in another episode, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll talk about like why there, there's different series, essentially, why each series is different for whatever reason it's different.
0: Yeah. And like, so that's why Phase Zero is like the great, like, so um, it's like a great, you know, branching off point because also, so when we get into State Nights, it would be confused because there's three different State Nights. So there's Fate State Night 2006 by Studio Dean, there's Fate State Night Unlimited Blade Works. Which is by um uh, oh my gosh. Oh who's the animation studio? Oh my gosh. Hold on, I gotta put up Antiplex?
1: No, no, you fold- no, 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 You Euphodable.
0: No, no, no. You UFO. They just got they got caught for tax fraud a few months ago. Um and then we have Fate State Night Heaven's Feel movies. So each state night is a different timeline. So like I, some of y'all might be getting a little confused mm-hmm. right now, but the, each state night is a different timeline branching off of Fate Zero. So again, Fate Zero is the Nexus of the entire series. As of right now, let's say do, like, another, let's see, do, like, another prequel to Phase Zero with one of the first three Holy Grail awards. Phase Zero is the nexus at this point. So, not watching Phase Zero, you, again, you can understand it. Like you can go and watch Fate Apocrypha, and you can still enjoy it. You can go watch Fate Go, you can go watch Fate Last Encore, because that one's, like, a whole oh, isekai kind of one. But you can go watch, like, those, and you'll enjoy it you just may not have the full information about everything that's going on in the series. So it's pluses and minuses, pluses and minuses. But uh, just to talk about phase zero a little bit, I think phase zero is definitely, if I had to rank all the fates, phase zero is definitely a top three for me. I actually love phase zero in in a way I didn't think I was going to like it from each of the characters. So with these fates, sometimes you get some fates where you don't see a lot of character development. Or you see, like they, because they expect sometimes for you to know the stuff before it happens, like the Heaven's Field movies. Which when we get to that, I'm like, I hate Heaven's Field movies, but yeah. <laughs> I hate Heaven's Field movies. But they expect you to know some things. But you know, Phase Zero does a great job of having like really heavy character development with its main characters and even the servants, you know. And just to, uh there will be, there will be some there recent spoilers. Sorry, sorry to tell you all that some spoilers, but just to, like, I think, and I think the main thing I think about this all the time is Saber, how Saber is, you know, um, really King Arthur, and then how the Berserker for this, for this, um, this series was Lancelot, and how she had to deal with that in their final fight, and um, their fight against each other, which I thought was fucking masterfully done. Like, it just, it brought a lot of gravitas and, like, a lot of, like, lore to, like, characters that you kind of really just met, and you can see, in like, in, like and even in her fighting, um, say like you could see like her emotion when she's fighting which is like something i feel like even even like now like uh, other fates really don't stand up to at the same level
1: yeah and a a lot of the uh, weight of these characters comes from the fact that these are historical figures like these aren't just made up characters entirely these are these are characters from like books we've had to read as children or anything like that these are all like people that we've heard about in the past in some way shape or form and they they take form in this in this show and uh give us a great story and they're developed in a way that we would have never
0: expected um uh, with them
1: being historical figures
0: and i also i also in my opinion i feel like besides apocrypha to a degree i think that's the only one that other does it this is the only fate that really fleshes out in my opinion all the servants just as it does the regular characters because i found myself in a lot in a lot of ways really rooting for everybody like although like of course i mean you're following you know uh, emia um, the whole time so you you kind of want him to win but like as you get into like more of you know the Irons Burns history you get well not the Irons Burns fuck them but as you get <laughs> fuck the Irons Burns but as you get more into the history of like the other characters and the uh, the other servants especially like I writer and his master yo
1: yeah bro they <sighs> they literally have their own spinoff too
0: they do I don't even know about that see there's, you, there's always more faith to watch man
1: always <laughs> it's not even called fate though it's called lord el Malloy because you know he he becomes oh yes
0: yes i've seen that one I, I, I saw somebody say that was fate i didn't know that I, I was like i was on the i was on the edge i gotta watch that
1: now but, but yeah so iskander or Ryder is one of my favorite uh anime characters of all time because i just love him mm-hmm. in the fate series yes. um gilgamesh was one of my favorite villains of all time but like iskander like i literally i love everything about that dude One of the most epic characters. And I would I would hate to give spoilers about it, but just watch the show because he is literally in my mind like the GOAT.
0: I you know what? I definitely feel that as well. Like he is, you know, he's a writer, but he'll write a die. You know what I mean? Like exactly this thing is a loyal. Like even like even like his um his uh uh master, didn't he lose all his things and he still kept going for him?
1: he kept he kept riding for him yeah if even you, after he lost all his seals Come on. even like was like yo now you're one of my vassals it, it was just yes. crazy it was like there there was an endless amount of loyalty and he even told him like if you have to use that on me basically then you, you've you lost my loyalty but it was like he's just the man it was just crazy oh
0: uh, I, I, I forgot to explain that part but yeah so um to know you're a servant, you have uh these uh crest crests that co- come on your hand and you have three of them. Um and if you use all three, then your servant um is no longer your servant. They can turn on you or they can be uh picked up by another by another um oh my gosh, I'm forget names.
1: By another uh magician or mage. By another yeah, by another mage
0: who has their seals. So if you lose all your seals, technically you're out of the race, but you could technically get back in. Like, in the, but that's, that's, that's the idea. I love zero because zero takes. And I mean, I Aluna mean, blade works does too. Like aluminum blade works is a different type of love, but zero as a beginning, it it takes a lot of chances that um, that isn't that is like described in their world, but then like you have like the stuff that's um, in small writing. That we don't really see to the end, like even how it ends, yeah. and, like even how it ends is not supposed to happen. But this is the entry to the series, and it just shows you how how messy, how chaotic, and also like how crazy magic and the world that they're in is. So it's it's such a, such a great entry, and I think I think that a lot of people like I was reading something, and because I, I was I was just looking through I was preparing for this episode. And so I was like, "Oh, you don't have to start with phase zero. You could start with, you know, stay night." Da-da-da. I'm like, "Why the fuck would you not start with zero? Right? Like, that?
1: that makes no fucking sense." It's, it's ground zero.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fuck out of here, especially because mm. you because if you don't watch zero, you won't understand the you won't understand the weight of the beginning of stay night. Like.
1: And there's so much that, that gets explained in later seasons, like I said, uh, like we said before, is that like you have to start with Fate Zero, and the, the characters mean more in every other series because you started with Fate Zero. When you see Saber in a, in a later series, when you see Gilgamesh in a later series, they're going to mean something. When you see that there might be a different uh, a different um, servant in the series, you're kind of going to figure out, like, why is that different? Why is that server diff- servant different? Mm-hmm. And you'll see that, mm-hmm. like, well, maybe each person who's going to use a servant might actually respond differently. So there's just a mm-hmm. bunch of different avenues and and routes to this show.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's 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 what makes it. That's what makes that's what, again that's what makes zero such a such a great beginning because of how it does that. Um, and you mentioned his name. I got we got mentioned. You said his name, the King of Kings, All right. Gilgamesh, the God. Uh, Gilgamesh is probably my, one of my top five favorite characters because this besides okay, Besides much being cocky as fuck, you never know what this man is thinking. Like he's a villain, but then when you get to fake grand order, he's kind of an anti-hero. And then when you get to like other iterations of him, they he they use him so flexible, flexi- flexible, flexible. They use him so well in each different like iteration of the series that it's like you've nothing you've no, you have no way how to guess how he's gonna be. And it, again, starting in this, he I think besides we get the grand order. And even In Grand Order, we see kind of a different side of um, Gilgamesh than we've seen before. Um, That's
1: the true King Gilgamesh. The true, the true
0: King Gilgamesh. Talk that shit. Um, besides we see him in Grand Order, even in State Night, again, I just, I don't think he, Zero really shows him off, in my opinion, better than any of the series. That's why I love Zero so much. But we really see him at his cockiest at his really, like, you you thought you could step to me? The fucking kick King of Kings? and even his noble noble phantasm is just amazing like
1: it's well they 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 thought that like someone who just uses their noble phantasm so willingly was like well he can't be that strong and he's literally an infinite arsenal he is his a walking army by himself um as we see in the show there is no there's nothing in the world that he doesn't already have in his possession and that's his mentality that's who he is in history and that's who he is in the show and they translated that so well that gilgamesh comes off as this like he's comes off as an asshole but you love him because he is literally he he asked for smoke you run his face and he beats you that's just it like he asked you for it he told he told you what he wanted
0: It is like it is like he don't like and he don't even brag like, like you like most of you see him as kind of bragging but that's not him bragging that's just him being like yo this is what I do like you gonna step to me I'm gonna fucking kill you and that's it and and like you would think it's my brag he's not like bragging he's he just telling his truth he's like this is how it is and you just gonna you just gonna die and that's life and it's just he. <sighs>
1: I did want to say though one of my favorite moments um, to kind of not give too many spoilers but give a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Was when him Artoria and uh, Iskander all kind of have their meeting of kings, and they yes. have that moment. <laughs> yeah, that yes. that whole moment in itself was kind of like uh, not only was it a vibe, but it showed that Gilgamesh could be more understanding than other kings, even though he he values himself. He see, he seats himself above everything, everyone, even the gods. So he he can still be more understanding. He can still be more human in you know in that aspect than others
0: and i'm glad you mentioned that. i'm glad you mentioned that because again that speaks to when you see him in grand order and like again if you if you never saw zero and you never see that moment when you watch grand order and you watch how he is in grand order it doesn't click like it clicked for me when i watched him in grand order i was like oh so 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 like in the way he explains how he is he's like i think i'm everything because, you know, I treat my people this way, so they think they're everything. Like, he has his mindset that everything is mine, so I'm going to treat everything the way it's supposed to be treated. And you don't, like, it's, and again, that speech in the beginning in, like, in Zero, and you watch Great Order, you're like, oh, shit. Like, and it's, oh, my gosh. I do love the Fate series, man. Yeah. It, they do such a good job. Oh.
1: I do think that it's a gem, um, although it may seem a bit um, hard to understand for others. Uh, there is one thing that I want to bring up, that kind of does tie everything together before we really go too far, I guess is that one of the things yeah. that was said in Fate grand order that really tied things together that if you didn't really pay attention to the other series is that in grand order, they said that, uh, the reason everything is the way it is is because every time someone uses the Holy grail, it creates a new timeline. Yep. So that's exactly why we have fate zero Fate Stay night, Fate day, night, unlimited blade works, face day, night, um, heaven's field, heaven's field uh, we have you know Lord Malloy, and we have all these different series that kind of stem and have different realities because of the fact that when you use the holy grail and based off how you know the original Fate 0 series ends like how you said it wasn't supposed to happen that way mm-hmm. now we have this this unlimited timeline of mm-hmm. of fate that we can't necessarily unravel in one go yeah.
0: and so i mean you talking about also like uh, tonight's dinner with the emia family right <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> right. I <laughs> <to> did <do FBFF. laughs> anyway, okay, but since we going to so let's go into the timeline. So again, the first we're gonna focus on zero and the Stay Nine series and maybe get the Apocrypha. So first, all right. Um, we didn't. So again, okay, we didn't really talk about the animation. So I'm just saying, across the board, fake animation is usually phenomenal, especially if it's um, being done by. Um, oh, I can't U-Foldable, Godly. So um, as we get into the studio, like I said, you foldable did Phase 0 You U-Foldable did um, the Blade Works. You foldable did Heaven's Feel. I don't remember if they did Apocrypha or not. I'm not sure if they did. It was, I mean, Apocrypha. No, stood, it was
1: A1 was a- a- Pictures.
0: A1 Pictures. A1 Pictures a- of a- Apocrypha Studio. Dean did Stay Night. So I'll say this. Straight up, if it's you foldable doing it, the animation is, the, is gorgeous. So when people talk about, and this is it's probably a small tangent, People talk about, oh, yes, um, I want to watch, uh, uh, I-, I need to see the anime with the best fights, da, 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 and they'll say, Naruto. They'll say that, they'll say Bleach. Uh, uh, they'll say um, some of this, and I'm like, so y'all just gonna ignore Fate, right in front of your face? When you, Fate, Fate Unlimited Blade Works has the nickname Unlimited Budget Works. Because, right. <laughs> because it is fucking amazing, okay? Like it is, <laughs> Like, it, it, it literally, like, the animation takes the, the, the top, the cake. Like, if, if you talk about animation-wise, fight-wise, even fight choreography-wise, all that, if you don't have fate somewhere in your top five, the, 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 the list is wrong. The list yeah. is wrong. List I,
1: I will wrong. even say that uh, Unlimited Blade Works has given anything animated by you foldable in my opinion, the budget works appeal. Like, it has to be budget works. Like, um, Heaven's Feel, uh, yo, there's a couple of scenes in there that hits with the budget works, but unlimited blade <laughs> work like when, uh, like in some of those battles, like you literally can see, like how you said, the choreography, uh, how we always talk about camera work when they slide around that camera low mm. key, like they make you feel like they got a, a 360 camera out there doing some <laughs> like crazy camera work, man.
0: <laughs> like it's real life, like they really did this in real life, like that's how good it is. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah, it's unbelievable what they can do with this anime, but they make it consistently fire, um, mm-hmm. especially on the animation front. Um, and it, it makes you I've I've gone back and watched I, I can't even tell you how many times I've actually watched the Blade Works, but I've watched it so many times. Oh my
0: gosh. And um so okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about the animation too much because we could be that could like, we could sit here forever with that. But um, but so 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 going in the state night which is animated by Studio Dean. So, when I I just, I guess I was watching today, Studio Stay Night in the regular series as itself is is good. It's not bad. Um, But when you watch Unlimited Blade Works, you see where Studio Dean just could not compare. Okay? Yeah. So, if you, so Stay Night, when you start with Stay Night, it's the story of uh, Shiro Shiro Emiya, which is this, he's the adopted son of the Emiya from Phase Zero. Um, and him and his woman, to Tosaka, if you're watching State Night on the Blade Works, they're very important. The waifu. Heaven, yeah, the waifu. In Heaven's Field, it's a little different. But um, in State Night and the Blade Works, she's the waifu. And uh, it centers around them and their journey through the Grail War. So there's one scene, and this is the first major fight in the, in the series. We have Lancer versus Saber. If you watch Stay Night, it's good. It's a good fight. You know, it's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. It's, it's good. It's good. You'd you be entertained. It's good.
1: If you watch Unlimited Blade
0: Works, <laughs> 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 your eyes are like orgasming. Like it is. Oh my gosh. Like it. It like it. It's one of those anime where they be clashing swords and like the magic and everything is flying off it. And you feel it. I felt it in my bones. Like I'm. I stood up. I was excited. Like it
1: well it, even though it's a it is a different like it's the same series but it's a different like subsect of the series it felt like an entirely different show like i can't believe this came from the same like like anime or manga or any any like the source material i can't believe it had the same source material because it didn't even feel like the same thing watching that fight it was kind of ridiculous
0: Up to 100%. Like when I like I said, I was watching today to catch up, and I'm, I'm as a, you can, each of the State Knights have very, I feel like the one that has the biggest regression is Heaven's Field, because they go in a whole different direction of Heaven's Field. But with the State Knights, I don't disagree with that either. (laughs) whole different direction. With the State Knights, with the Unlimited Blade Works in the original, they kind of go a little bit side to side. It's a little bit, it's different in a lot of areas. Saber is definitely stronger in Blade Works than she is in the original. But it, the, the, I saw this fight coming up, and you know this is part where Laches on top of the building, and he's like, uh, "Shiro, I'm gonna kill you now." And they they have their little face off, and then you know Saber pops up, and it just the gravitas, the the gravity of the two scenes side by side to both of the one it is, is incomparable. *Olympus Blade* yeah. works just. It, I, I just I don't know like it's I could I could talk about limited blade works all day yeah. and how and I, they just eclipse the series.
1: I do want to say though that in the original Fate Zero, that battle between Saber and Lancer wasn't a bad battle at all. Like that's not what we're, what we're saying here. We're just saying that there is such a okay, huge so. difference in 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 unlimited blade works <laughs> that the, it almost does not feel the same. So that's all it is, is that there's just such a huge difference. And uh, they also, even though they delve so deep into characters previously, they give you almost like that same character love and give you even a little bit more story behind them.
0: Now, that's exactly what I to transition to as well. So uh, speaking specifically on the OG and Stay Night, um, it does its its best job of, um and this is something that goes through all the state nights honestly all the state nights do it um where they try their this is where i feel like a bulk of character development is seen because when we get into apocrypha when we get into grand order when we get into um the ones later down the road they start adding in a lot of characters and it gets messy so you don't always get to see the full story of everyone but in stay night in stay night we still do get that so in stay night with Shiro Emia and Rin Reem and the other characters they put into it, we get a lot of backstory. We get a lot of character development. We got a lot of, we get a lot of stuff that you honestly, if you if you've watched the older ones before you watch the new ones, if you I'm sorry, yeah, if you watch the um yeah, watch the new ones before watch the older ones, you wouldn't expect. You wouldn't expect the depth of character development that they give you in in stay in the OG and you know in the Stay Night series that you would that you would get if you're just watching Grand Order and the other ones
1: and that's also like that that's no no you're right because they give some character development like you said before like i feel like ren who was already previously in the series she grew more because we already knew a little bit about her before Mm -hmm. but like shiro emia he was the main focus yeah shiro emia and archer were the main focus in this version of the show so we only really got development around those characters whereas we didn't get like we did get some development of other characters but we didn't get a huge development of characters like they did give us though i feel like uh for berserker this time around they gave us more information about berserker uh mm-hmm. whereas before they told us like who berserker was really but not really like deep yeah. diving into like who he was and how he works and that kind of stuff
0: yeah cuz in zero it was more berserker was more as a foil for Saber, like, at the end of the day, you know, and that's, again, I mean, that's what made their battle so good when we find out who um, Berserker truly is, which, again, I'm going to keep that under wraps. I'm not going to let y'all know if you have zero. But when you find out who he truly is, it's more of a character development for Saber, uh, um, uh, something for her, to, for her to overcome. But in Stay Night, and 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 Blade Works, with, um, with the new Iceburn that's, that's, uh, the cat, the um, magician for Berserker. We see Berserker as a different character. We, we get to learn more about him through his magician, and it's not something that we get in the original. Which and that's something that, that says a lot to. That says a lot about all the other ones. And that's that's even that's even very, very varies between Stay Night, um, Unlimited Blade Works, and Heaven's Field. It varies greatly on the depth in which we get in these characters. So Unlimited Blade Works, I think again, that's my that's my favorite version of the all the Stay Nights, and we get we get such depth of the characters through each one of them that it makes it it makes it really fun to watch. It makes it really fun to watch, really fun to see who's going to win. Because even though I mean, Shiro Emi is the man, like you think he's going to win definitely, but but you still want it to. It still becomes a challenge because really anybody could die at any moment. And that's like the best part. Best part about these, you know, these uh battle royale type series that fate kind of masters within like these two iterations.
1: Yeah, and uh they continue to give you that like I kinda really enjoy having this character around and I don't know when they're gonna disappear and I just don't want them to disappear. <laughs> I don't want them
0: to die. I don't Gilgamesh, I don't want you to die. Oh to Right. <laughs> right. Like but they
1: do give you that feeling though, every time you see Gilgamesh, you're like, ah, oh, who's about to die now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are you about to fuck up now? Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's give him nice Gilgamesh. He's the fucking man. Um but this is, okay again just just thinking this story a little bit so stay night again i'm not, not going to talk too much about it because again stay night and i know blade works kind of have basically very similar stories. um so it, between the og and a little blade works there are like i said big differences saber and a blade works in my opinion and i was watching again and my blade works, she's much stronger shiro has a has more of a they, they get they they paint him a different picture and the original has a lot more comedic beats than unlimited Blade Works, but the story is still pretty similar. So the two ones that we need to focus on is unlimited Blade Works and Heaven's View. Now, just to get into the unlimited Blade Works story, Limited Blade Works story to me is fantastic, and I think they did a. a uh, I, I think it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite stories in anime. Um, I'll probably give it like top 10, top 15 probably, because this way that they execute everything is really well done, and it's unexpected, because if you've watched Zero, if you went around kind of watching like Apocrypha, like you watched like last Iron Court, it, 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 you're expecting surprises and twists, but to the nature of the magic, you're not supp- suspecting surprises and twists to the nature of the characters, if, if, you, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So, blade works we get a lot of surprises and twists to not only the magic but then also to the characters and it adds this layer that i did not expect that like maybe like City is one of my favorites
1: so i do have a little bit of a question for you though bro Mm uh did you watch the unlimited blade works actual like 13 episode series yes okay so I know in that one.
0: Oh, I watched that season one, one and season two. Yeah. Yeah, I was
1: gonna two. say the the story development in that one. I still don't think it was as good as zero, but that's why I, I kind of really agree with you because they give the same story as the regular limited blade works, but they give you more detail because they have more time to spread it out through the thirteen episodes or or, or the two seasons. Yeah. So that's also just a whole nother like layer of fire that they've consistently kept mm-hmm. adding um even after they were done yeah and I, I, I and okay so you so
0: you're talking about unlimited blade works season
1: one versus zero season one or yeah well i'm saying oh, i'm okay. saying fate zero season one was still better in my opinion but i'm saying yes, that, yes, like, yes, yes. the the storyline that they gave us it kind of compiles to what they had right, what they were giving us in unlimited blade works and i think that mm-hmm. with the fate zero transitioning to unlimited blade works the whole collaboration of the story together Almost gives you like to me. Mm-hmm. It would almost seems like this perfect story in two different parallels.
0: You know, and that, that's that's a good point, and I agree with that because moving from zero to unlimited blade works is it's like butter. It's smooth, like it it really continues the story. And really, and you know, I I the reason why I love I probably I think I'll probably edge UBW aluminum blade works above zero it was just for that reveal at like the end, because it was something I didn't really, like, You, it's something that you kind of know through the whole story, you know, with Shiro, and, but when it's confirmed at the end, and we have the, the castle fight, you know, with Gilgamesh, and, you know, yeah. the characters that that to me was just an amazing moment, when we kind of, kind of get that clarity where they, where the, the, the characters themselves notice what you've been noticing the entire series. Um, yeah.
1: It's like a lot of inner, tur- like, turmoil.
0: Mm-hmm. You're right. This is like pitting two bad bitches against each other, man. Like, it's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly what it is.
0: Because they're both, they're both, like, it's amazing in their own right. Um, I, I just, I so, like, for me, but I'll grab a down here is that I think, again, I said but Blade where the best day night version for me by far um, out of the stay-nights out of the three we get. Um, I think it does a great job of giving all the characters good, like, good love and attention to the point to where In the original, Mm -hmm. I feel like the pacing is much slower to to degree that's detrimental to like, uh, and to the degree where I'm I don't I not necessarily don't care, but it just feels like it takes a long time to get going. While budget work kind of like budget works kind of gets started like from the from the gate and just keeps it going from the jump Uh, yeah from the jump like it it just and it just keeps it going and like you like even even the part where we're in when the church with Kira just something a simple moment is that like where it's like a simple monologue for the original state night series um for unlimited blade works it's like some type of climactic event and the way they do the animation and the way that it's like you know it's like when niggas like talking shit like the beat going like that like the beat going up every time you finish something like it was like that like watching, I'm like oh my gosh like the
1: world we didn't even talk about how great the sound was (laughs) but you're
0: (laughs) you're so
1: you're so right though like so I like I said I think I do believe I can see I stick with the fact that I think Fate Zero had the better story um but Fate Stay Night on the Blade works it it maintains that story give us more the animation is so fire that you it, it garnered its own name in the anime world uh it's kind of it, it is what i would consider the best series as well and it's the one that i have watched the most because of how just how enjoyable it is like just raw if i haven't sat down and watched fate in a while turn on unlimited budget works and it's fire every time
0: mm mm-hmm. And I, I I want to dig into the story more. Well, not too much. Just, just like I said, the, the surprises, everything that comes with it is just an amazing treat. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on to Heaven's Field. Um, so Heaven's Field is the worst continuity to me. I feel like it kind of throws out a lot of the stuff that the original and even Zero kind of set up and just kind of like just does whatever it wants. And I just kind of hate that
1: uh have, have, so i know I'm, I'm i'm looking at your notes and i'm just gonna say this uh heavensfield didn't have a plot it's <laughs> so bad bro oh like, my gosh thank you thank you thank you oh my god
0: exactly like, how it is.
1: like it, i enjoy i enjoy it for like what it is right like it it still has like some semblance of what we saw before but like realistically it has like like the the continuation is that hey we're gonna fight and that's if you didn't know what it was what it was before there's no like i don't understand what i'm watching uh but because i know what i I saw before i'm still like there's no plot but i know they're fighting for the holy grail like that's really all it is but the there's beauty in the show for like the fighting and the animation but it's just like yeah that storyline come on bro
0: so I think about this too. everybody who's seen the Monogatari, the three Monogatari movies, I think it's Bacon Monogatari those three movies. I, I kind of compare Heaven's Field to those three. There's probably other movies that are just like it where they're basically they treat them as super long episodes which is fine. I don't I get it. You want to put more effort and time into this so you make it longer. And that's thought Bacon Monogatari I think does a really good job with those three movies and I can't wait to get in when we have the Monogatari episode can't wait to talk about those. Heaven's Field is not because with the Baker Managatsuri, they do a really good job of advancing, you know, plots and they, they really play around with the animation and the story, the plot. It's, 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 it's a prequel that gives you like a lot of information on the future and your character. Like it, does a, it does a lot of good job, a lot of a lot of good work into framing the characters for who they are. Heaven's Feel, don't do none of that shit. Again, like I said, if you watch Heaven's Feel and you haven't watched The Metal Blade Works, you haven't watched Zero, you're not gonna know what the fuck's going on. Like, because they literally basically so there's a church scene that happens in Stay Night, original Alinda Blade works that is a reference to the you know the fourth holy grail war, and it's something that's if you watch Zero, it's very important. They basically just kind of skip over so, the part of the field, they just skip over it, like it's just kind of like. I, the entire like they just have him like talking in the background and then like the the, the screen goes over to the Ironsberg because the berserk it's to the, the church fight out the outside the church fight uh, with Berserker and um, saber but it, it it's such an integral part that it it's something you can't skip if you're just going if you're being a stay night series because it's it's the it's the the grill explanation so like if you blink you miss that in heavens field
1: I mean, there's also, I think the ultimate issue with Heaven's Feel is that they know they were doing three movies and they tried to do, they tried to plan this out right, where the first mm-hmm. one is like this precursor movie where you get an understanding of what's going on and then you get fights. The second one is like, oh, here's the true threat and then you get fights. And the third one is probably going to be them trying to defeat that true threat with fights and then that's the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it doesn't just sum up like that but that's where the issue lies is the fact that they figured they had time to kind of like develop this and they're not developing it properly. And the storyline, like, like we said before, is solid trash.
0: <laughs> it, it, I, and honestly, you're only watching for the fights and, and the fights aren't better than Elimited Blade Works. And like, and, 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 or, it, or it's not better than Illuminate Blade Works. It's not better than Zero. It's not better than, it's not better than any other, except for the original Stay Night. And that's just because the animation itself is better. There's but,
1: only one really good fight, and that's Berserker versus Alter Saber.
0: Yep, that's the only one that's good. Besides that, I, I was just like, eh. like it's like, I don't. I mean, it's like everything's on fast forward. And so, okay, so we watch a little Blade Works. So the main, the, one of the main parts of Heaven's Fear, which isn't really a, it's not really a, a whatever the word is called. Um, I, I, I'll be forgetting words, but. It's not really a spoiler, I was going to say. It's not really a spoiler. Um, they changed who the waifu is from Reen to um, Sakura. Now, mm-hmm. as we know about Sakuras, they ain't shit. So... <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Just kidding. But um, this Sakura in this, in this, this anime, um, she is nowhere really ever developed to, to an extent to make her capable of being a main i might have main interest a main character in the anime In eliminate blade works and stay night she's just the tortured sister and then in Heaven's, we give her this they they gotta get try to give her this whole story arc that in all sense it doesn't really give her it doesn't really give her a characterization she didn't just becomes um the what's the word the indistinguishable villain or like just like the, the chaos, like she doesn't really have, she still doesn't have a character. It, like, so I don't care about her. Like it, it like the best thing about Reen and um, Unlimited Blade Works is they gave her a character. She was somebody outside of um, Shiro. Like if Shiro never existed, she would still be who she was. Sakura, if Shiro doesn't exist, Sakura doesn't exist. At least in that, at least in that version of herself like she she probably would have died or she probably would have still been being tortured or like a lot of, there's, there's a lot of things that could have like she would have never really been her own character. And so in Heaven's Field it's just that but it's like oh she rose here so she's a person now. And I'm like yeah. <laughs> I don't give do so, a fuck about you.
1: <laughs> so I do want to say I do appreciate her for one one thing and it's just the fact that I appreciate her for the fact that the writers didn't forget about her. Because they give us all these like all these weird like uh like points in the series and reorganizations of how the series is played out. And they gave us a point where okay, now she is the one like because if what in the original one, her older uncle is the one who took her place instead of her actually being interested in the grail war. And this mm-hmm. is her being the villain in the grail war. I appreciate that they gave us a series with her actually shown what she would have turned out to be if no one ever took up for her and entered the grail war for her but they could have did better (laughs) entirely like there's just so much more they could have done if they were going to make her the villain they they could have given us more of what the torture was like instead of just saying hey the torture's over and this is what she is
0: and, and this, I, I even I even agree because I remember, isn't it, isn't it isn't it her brother who joins the Grail War instead I, 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 of her? I think it it's, her,
1: it's her grandfather. I mean, not her grandfather, her uncle because her. You know, that's her. I think that was his sister's daughter or something like that. You
0: no, know, like, you remember he was training her for magic of like that, and the brother had assassin, I think, and they basically met met him, like, him in the alley and just fucked assassin up, and then that was like the end of that arc. And then we get to the point where... No, no. So this happened. So they fuck assassin up, and then assassin ends up going over... Oh, wait, wait. You're right. I'm bugging. You're right. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. It is hers, but she gave assassin to her brother because he was raping her. So, yeah. Um, yeah. that's also that, which I'm like, why? Yeah, wow. <laughs> there's also that where I'm like, why... We didn't need this. We didn't need this extra... Because again, we already hated her brother for just being a dickhead. Like, he we didn't need this extra level of dirtiness and i get it it was her way of yeah, that's why she has this codependency on him but you did that perfectly fine in the original and unlimited blade works without the rape okay like we didn't need that they, they had to add some torture i guess <laughs> some so, something and I... The, the, the regular torture she was going through, even though I mean I, as as a story point, it was fine. Like it, it gave enough to where I could feel her pain and understand why she acted the way she did. And the rape just didn't make sense. Okay. Yeah, plus but... go 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 ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I nah,
1: they, they were just they were just adding story details at that point. Just like, yes. hey, here's some extra stuff to hope hope you you grow <laughs> attached to her. And it was like, nah, I'm good.
0: I'm I still didn't I still didn't care about her, especially since I think I think about this when we talk about Aluna Blade Works. Shinji's story arc in Aluna Blade Works, I think, is really good because I mean, I, this is a, it's a simple. It's a simple arc. It's not something that's like super complex, but it's you know the bully turn, you know, redemption type thing. And I think that was good for him because that again gave him more depth as a character. He didn't. It again, he didn't have to turn good. He could have still been an asshole, but it, it gave him a choice in the matter. While in Heaven's Feel, he doesn't really have a choice. Like he's, from the time he shows on screen, he's just destined to die. And although, yes, I was happy when he got his ass handed to him in the library. At the same time, I was like, well, that's the end of Shinji. Like, it, like you know, that's that's the end of his arc. And like I said, I just feel like these, they they really tried to organize these well, but instead it left off so much great potential for character developments for Sakura that, that, really, gave, that really get us to care about her. That now I don't like now yeah, I'm
1: just I, like I don't care. The, a lot of that issue is the fact that they're still keeping uh, Shiro Emiya as kind of like the main focus, but Sakura. Mm-hmm. They're trying to hide who she is, but it was like they could have they could have kept the focus on her instead of giving us Emiya mm-hmm. as the main character again, yep. which I have no problem with that. But we already have mm-hmm. a full movie on him. Let's mm-hmm. let's do Heaven's Feel and give us run the story like you know. There's a new. Uh, focus or focal point, yep. and then they could have given us those details to kind of build around it. Uh, mm-hmm. Heaven's Feel is only great for the animation, <laughs>
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, that's, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. If they had centered it around her, one, I think it would have been great because as Unlimited Blade Works, she's an original. She's a she's a bystander. She, you know, she yep. kind of knows about it, but she kind of doesn't. She's never really in it, but she's like in it at the same time. Giving her, her giving us her point of view for the Heaven's Feel as the bystander who becomes a main character would have been like really amazing, in my opinion, because it would again, it's all about depth. Like, and I'm not saying for fate, like you for any you need like super amounts of depth. I'm not saying that. But I should at least care about the character. You shouldn't have to you do all so right. You should have to add all this bullshit to make me care about her. We got the part where um she's getting raped and you know, the torture and then the part where they kind of make them have sex. And I'm just like, I don't like this. Like, and I'm not saying I like Sundare's. I, I, I kind of do. I'm not going to say I don't like it. Hey. I don't dislike them. Okay. I kind of do. But the it's, 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 it, it's just so weird to me how Shiro, through every iteration of him, besides this one, he just treats her as like a friend, like a little sister and then now all he's like now he's like oh yeah you're sexy
1: come on i mean yeah now i gotta sleep in a bed with a woman full of insects um but (laughs) (laughs) they had so many like really good moments as well like uh one of my favorite moments in this series was a assassin versus a lancer
0: Yes, Yes. I did. I love that. That
1: whole moment was fire and Lancer chases him down to the very end. And we see some really cool stuff that we weren't Mm -hmm. expecting to see. And it was it was what we saw in the original series, but on a different scale that felt Mm -hmm. like almost much more ominous and dark. And Mm -hmm. uh, the the avenues they take for some of these battles, how uh, characters positions change on who they're fighting and, and how they're fighting. Some of those, those moments were great moments and were almost like, yo, that could have been really heartbreaking if everything else in this story was good. Um, mm-hmm. But like, there were just so many, like, if they didn't miss those specific story beats that made us care about the main focus of the show or of this movie, that it would have been honestly, there, was, there were some really good moments that had great potential, like you said before, that would have really sunk its teeth into people. Until you know they just decided to not actually
0: implement a greater story. And I, I think the greatest, the greatest casualty of this is Reen Tosaka, because putting it at Shiro's point of view, it makes no sense why he would pick, you know, Sakura over Reen. I'm first of all, all, like, especially from it, like I said, it, I would have loved if it was from Sakura's point of view, someone who's jealous. She's fighting for him, that da, 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 da which kind of also pulls her to this, you know, dark side that they have for her. And then, like, he finally chooses her, and then we have the, you know, the, the point where she finally accepts the darkness, um, you know, in the bedroom with Shinji. Like, th- like all those would be s- felt so much greater from her point of view because we'd see, you know, it's seeping into her. But from Shiro's, I'm like, you go to school, you see her right? Everybody sees her as like, and this is basic anime logic, okay? Everybody sees she's a bad bitch. That's the bad bitch in the school. Like, everybody loves her. Da, 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 da. She saves his life. She's always like this. ABCDFG. B, you gonna pick the girl that's like your little sister? What? Come on now. Come yeah,
1: on, that picture. was wild, and that was one of those, those story beat moments that was like, I can't believe y'all gonna hit us with that one. All of all the story beats you could have hit us with, that's the one you
0: chose. Like he never ever picked, like looked at her any other way besides like a little sister. And like it's even by the way she acts in the the prior the prior iterations, and even in the beginning of this, like we don't really see her kind of turn uh, uh, like a love light thing until she's like crying. I'm thinking he's just being nice. I'm thinking he's like yeah, you know I really like you. I like how you come around. Cool, cool, cool. Then they kiss it, and I'm just like. Uh, this Hold up. <laughs> this don't feel right. This nah, and this is, but yeah. heavens feel great for the animation. Okay, three three great moments. The like you said, the fight between um, altered saber and um and you, you know what you know. What, and, okay, and we didn't even talk about that. So even the part where she, where technically she can alter people's um uh, servants is an amazing plot point. Like it's like it's it's. It's so, I'll say revolutionary for the series because it's something we have, we, we do not see in any other version of Fate. and something
1: we didn't expect at all.
0: Like out of like left field, but then it's subverted by just how horribly you direct these characters. And it, also I even love Irons like his you know, the little sister whatever, yeah. uh, other in this kid. I really love her in this one because again, we get a different look at her. We get her- um, She didn't
1: seem so bloodlusty.
0: Yep. she seemed like a real person instead of just like a a way to move plot like she felt like important and it's just subverted by everything else like I just ugh.
1: they even gave us uh her servant heracles even gave us a moment where it seemed like he actually cared about her you know mm-hmm. like it, it showed actual growth for a moment there and then it was like oh yeah here here's back to the the bad storyline, but great fights, great animation.
0: <laughs> great fights, animation. Yeah, that sounds like um, good wigs, good wigs. What, what's that? What's that mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. Good, wigs, good wigs. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Oh my gosh. But I will say, *Heaven's Feel* three came out on the fifteenth of August. So in Japan, I don't know when I'm going to see it.
1: Yeah, whenever it gets here, I'll be watching it. You'll, you'll yeah. see my tweet. <laughs> you'll see mine also. <laughs> in oh, the show,
0: I have I have no faith for it. But as when we get to the news, as you'll see, it did really good in Japan. So I mean, I'll say I'll say this: I probably wouldn't want to see this. Actually, no, SLI. a lie. I would want to see it in theaters because of the animation alone. Because of the animation alone, I would question it. I would I would literally like I'd be like, am I gonna see this in theaters? Maybe. Because you know that shit gonna look hard and that, especially if they do like a 3D type shit, you know it's gonna be different. So I would think about it. I don't know if I actually would, but I'll
1: Yeah. I, I I would love to see it in theaters, but I'm just gonna I know one hundred percent, like with all certainty that like I'll be disappointed. Like it's so hard to imagine them ending that that third movie off properly with with mm-hmm. me being able to like it. I
0: feel that I feel that hundred percent, like you. I don't see any way they can turn this around with me enjoying it. And I see it either ending, this is my prediction. Since you haven't seen it, low low prediction. Because if you've seen Unlimited Blade works, this is a slight spoiler, You know, Shiro turns into something else. And it has in some way, shape, or form, stay night has to keep that because they they still have him there. If you know what I'm saying, I'm trying I'm to trying best way to, to dance around the spoilers. So I don't know exactly how they're going to weave it into it, but in some way, shape, or form, he has to save her from herself, and it's going to be a happy ending in some way, shape, or form. Even I though it's I, would love... it could obviously... I, I would I love, he's going to be opposite. I would love it for it not to be. I, would I just love mean it
1: I don't think it's going to be a happy ending. I think what you're saying is right, but I just don't think it's going to be a happy ending. I think, okay. I think he's going to have to to put her down because that's why they gave us that we had sex scene he he's gonna have to put her oh. down bro it is anime
0: that's you know, that's right. probably gonna
1: be the only good part
0: you're right that it is it's is anime He i can already picture he, he's like holding her in his arms and crying or something like that and she says something sweet in his ear before she like disappears or some shit. Yeah. Or,
1: or she can yeah. or she can absolutely body him and somebody else win <laughs> 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 because she bodied she bodied my boy and I was so upset about it I was like I can't believe y'all did my dude like that one walk through and was like yeah you dead bro
0: oh we haven't even seen haven't even seen Gilgamesh yet he was in the second movie I know but what I mean is we haven't seen him act yet so this 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 honestly so much stuff that they really kind of have to cover I, I, in this movie. You
1: don't remember what happened He's in the second movie? I don't. She she. I remember him. through Gilgamesh.
0: Oh, you're right. Oh, like, you're right. Like, oh my like, god. I'm I'm like,
1: yeah, happy face. It was like, yeah, it's a wrap for you, bro.
0: Oh my i remember that that pissed me off I remember, you know what i must have been so mad i blanked it out of my memory
1: I, I think and i also think now that you said that i think that'll also be another cool thing what if they give us like an alter gilgamesh
0: if they give me an altar gilgamesh then everybody gonna die is that the end of the game because it's, alter okay. that's, that's it's the the
1: like they, they give it's a little bit of redemption give me an alter gilgamesh i might i might give you a a, a six out of
0: ten but I'm like, who, who who's gonna be altered Gilg- gilgamesh I'm sorry. I love. I love. I love my nigga um, Lancer's dead. Dead. Saber. Saber. Saber is going to be unaltered. Her. We already know what happened. But she's yeah. she's going to get unaltered. We already know that. So Saber maybe. Berserker's dead. Yeah. Pastor's evil. Yeah, you know,
1: no he's confident. He's just going to go for the kill. And I don't think. Yeah. Emiya I mean, can beat that.
0: No, I Emiya mean, can't beat that. And then assassin. Assassin's still alive, right? Uh assassin yeah, is still alive. Still alive. Assassin, but assassin can't win a one-on-one fight. She she pussy. That's not happening. Yeah, I don't I don't if think if Altern Gilgamesh, they can't do it. They, there's no way. There's
1: no it, way it'll be, be a bad right. fight. Ryder is so, dead. Is Ryder
0: dead though?
1: the um, um, Ryder came back after the first kill because of uh they switched servants, I think. Like the it was a new magician. Oh okay. I remember Ryder, he had Ryder, to kill Ryder. from his sister, and then you know, somebody else took the seals back. Mm. So I think I mean, Medusa's back, or Ryder's back.
0: This I'm just saying, there seems, seems to be a lot of plot that they have to get through in this hour. Well, I think it's a two hour movie. I think it's almost two hours. So they might be able to get it two hours, but there's a lot of plot they have to get through in two hours. A lot of characters died die. back.
1: I hope they do it right. Please end this off right.
0: um let's see how long we've been talking about but uh a little over hour. we could we could could touch apocrypha we could touch apocrypha all right so moving away from the zero i
1: I only saw the fight for apocrypha i didn't actually watch apocrypha yet
0: okay that's fine the story doesn't really matter um so so okay so uh, getting away from uh the state night in zero apocrypha does a different spin on the holy grail war with uh, allowing teams to battle against each other instead of a free-for-all. Um, so we get all the servants that you know from Zero and State Night are different from the ones in Apocrypha, except for, I think there is, let me go this again. Um, yeah, Saber, Mordred, Alanta, Karna, Achilles, Spartacus. We got Zero,
1: yeah. Mordred. Uh,
0: I'm trying to remember. Uh actually yeah, it's not the same saber. It's a different saber. It's a um yeah, so it's it's a whole it's basically a whole different crew.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a um, bunch of them
0: actually. Yeah, because it is it is two teams this time. So it's more than seven people, and it's two teams um instead of one team. On, well, instead of seven people, it's two teams of seven. Well, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Eight, two teams of seven, and they're going against and they're fighting for the Holy Grail. Um, the Fate Apocrypha story is average at best. It's not. It's not. It's not phenomenal. Um, there's so many characters that they can't really flesh them all out as well as they want to. They only flesh out via the main few, um, being uh, Sieg. Um, being a ruler, um, who's uh, yeah, the main female protagonist, and then um, being a few other ones, but it's just like I said, it's it is nothing at all like the past ones. Now, let me speak on this the fights in Apocrypha are amazing, as always, as we already knew that. Um, and the story around the fights are pretty interesting. How they do with the um, the team style battle is actually really interesting. I'm not even gonna cap. I I didn't love it. It's not better than um like you know zeros or the uh um, the Blade work, but it's definitely an interesting story to watch. It's just not very good. i would say that. Like the people, the people they focus on is good, but like it's not very good. Definitely will definitely I definitely would say you should watch it though. Definitely I, say you should
1: watch it. I am gonna watch it. I know when when this initially when I first heard of this one because I hadn't seen this one yet. Is when I was watching Lord Malloy, mm-hmm. but um I was hyped to see uh Jean d'Arc. And if I remember Gil de uh the original uh caster, like evil caster guy, yeah. Uh mm-hmm. he kept calling saber John d'Arc. And I'm just like, wait, is this the alternate form of Sabre? So as soon as I saw that Jean d'Arc was in this one, I had to watch it to at least see the fight to see what was going on. Um so uh, I'm hyped to actually watch Apocrypha. I just hadn't officially made time for this one yet, and I had watched so much other Fate that this one kind of
0: slipped through. As say, said, this is one me and Bo like watched, and we really liked. Like, um, and just the team aspect is the best part of it because, because um, I mean, it takes a different spin on it. Plus, they they do a good job. So the red there's a red team and a black team. Um, and what, what saves this one are the servants. So if you watch, uh, uh, um, uh, you watch oh my gosh, I can't speak. If you watch Zero and Alibale works, you're really watching the characters. The characters are the strength of the anime. That's 100% the truth. The characters are the strength of those. Apocrypha, I give it to the servants. To the servants, we get a lot of really good fights. We get a good fight between Chiron. Uh, what the, we get a fight between both archers. We get a good backstory for um, Berserker of Black. And we get a good, um, for the assassin of Black. Like I'm, look, like, I'm looking through these characters again, and I'm like, a lot of these backstories and the, the fleshing out of these servants are done really well. The Saber, Saber of Red, is a, her, she has an amazing story
1: that's uh um, Pendragon right that's uh yep, that's that king autoria's daughter
0: yes and yeah, it's also she has a relationship to king arthur yeah king of like yeah she's king arthur's son
1: autoria's daughter
0: son slash daughter what?
1: yeah you know because um, king arthur can't be a, wo- a woman that's, <laughs> 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 oh goodness
0: but, <laughs> But um, yeah. But Harry's story is really good. We get to uh, yeah, uh, um, Atlanta. Very good. Like the the are uh, the spirits and the caster read. I'm look, William Shakespeare, an amazing caster. I love it. Um, I love how they do his character in this in his own power, his power and everything like that. So it's I'll say the strength of this is really in the servants and also in the way that they use their powers to help their teams. And it's, it's it's they don't frame it as different. Like you don't walk into, so when you start Apocrypha, this, the masters don't know that it's a team battle until like, until it's too late. Well, not until it's too late, but until like later on in the series. So you're kind of both like, I don't know what's going on, da, 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 what's gonna happen, da, da, da. Then you get like, I forget where they finally figure out it's a team battle. A few, like a few episodes in, they're like, oh wait, we're from teams. Why are we on teams? This isn't right. This isn't how the Holy Grail war is supposed to happen. And then we get into the secret missions of some of the characters, of some of the servants who's been sent there. Their secret missions for what they have to do to, you know, save the Holy Grail War. Plus, we have um, Sieg. Sieg himself is also a very amazing character who has his own has his own secrets. It has his own stuff that gets revealed by the end of Apocrypha. So there's a lot of good stuff from this series. A lot of a lot of good reasons to watch it. It's not better than when the blade works. It's not better than Zero. But I think it's definitely worth it for everything it gives you with its, you know, with the story that it has. So is
1: C one of the ones who had the very big like final battle, or was um, that who was that? Because I know I saw like a really big final battle. I thought it was him.
0: It might be C is a master, But Wait, Merlin's in this one too. Yes, Merlin's in this one too. Yes, it's good. It's good, man. It's, it's they be they hit on every day, they hit on all the beats. Um,
1: is actually the Department. go-to.
0: Yes. See, um, how do I explain it? Because I don't want to give all the truth to this. Hmm. Let's say about Stoffo. Oh, Stoffo is, uh, is a trap. Ostopho <laughs> is one of those characters that look like a girl, but it's a boy. Um, OK. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: the trap is actually. <laughs> <The> trap.
0: <laughs> Amazing character. I love Ostopho. Ostopho is part of yourself.
1: Um, they play all the games.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. I don't remember. Okay, the reason I want to say something because I don't remember if they told you if they tell you about this or not. So I don't. Know, I don't want to reveal what like who Sieg is fully, but Sieg does have his own kind of story that that is. He's the main character. Him and John the Arc are the main characters. So they have like the the strongest pull on the story. Um, but yeah. I, I don't want to tell too much. There's there's a lot of stuff that happens within these 24 episodes or two seasons, I believe. Got a lot of
1: stuff. That up, more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but uh just just to just to kind of wrap it up as we finish and before we get some news. Um uh, where do I start with the fate series? Undeniably Fate Zero. If you have if you haven't watched if you watched other fates but haven't watched Fate Zero yet, I'm not you know, I'm not mad at you. What you do, hey. Be happy, um, but go watch Fate Zero. It's the best start to it. Um, if you're gonna watch the Stay Night, I my personal, my personal subscription would be a limited Blade Works, um, and then after that, I would definitely go into Apocrypha. Um, that's why we're going in this order. We're not, I mean, everything else is gonna be a different as I watch more of them. I've watched Fate Go. I still gotta watch Last Encore, Lord, um, Lord L. What did you said? Lord L. Was it man? Lord L. Malloy? Lord Malloy, and I gotta watch The Magical Girl once. I just have a lot of faith to watch, but I have watched a lot already. So it's <laughs> fate is like always going on. So we'll definitely come back. Um, let's see if I have any parting words. My, my parting words for this part of the thing is watch Fate Apocrypha. Um, I think a lot of people kind of went over it when it dropped because it kind of really? dropped at a weird time, like it really dropped at a weird time, and I don't remember exactly when it did. Exactly. I can't remember when it dropped. But it's definitely worth the watch if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, fate photographer. Um, any last words for where do I start before we get to the news, my man? Uh,
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Fate Zero is the ground zero, so that's where you start. Um, fate Grand Order, I think, continues to explain explain it and just kind of like when you watch it, don't necessarily think of it as like just the same series but don't also completely disconnect it think of it as like retellings of different parallels and then i think as you get further mm-hmm. on you'll be like hey yo that makes sense now that i can put all these pieces together it's still gonna be confusing though 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent
0: um i think the next next episode when i do talk fate um it'll probably be because the grant order movie comes out in january 2021 so I'm not sure if I'm going to wait till then to talk about Grand Order. So, the next Fate episode we have will either be one of two things. It will either be the Lord El... I, I keep forgetting the last part of that name. Oh my gosh. It's
1: Lord El Molloy.
0: <laughs> Lord El I What's wrong with me? It's either be a Lord El Molloy series along with the Magical Girl series, maybe. Or I'll just wait until the Go movie or it's about to come out or already came out and talk about that. So, we'll see what happens with Fate next. Because this, again... There's always more fate to talk about. Um, but moving on from fate, let's talk about the news real quick. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of news um, this week. It's been a slow week for news. Uh, first, we have Shuishi. Shuishi? Shuisha? Shuisha? I, I can't speak Japanese. Um, book, new book explores the promised Neverland from the perspective of British and American literature. So it's taking a big old spin on the Promised Neverland from something from you know I guess Japanese literature to you know a different one. So uh, the article says that he published a book on Monday, exploring the themes of it from the perspective of a scholar of British American literature. Um, the title is called "Reading the Promised Neverland" oh, with a British American scholar. That's a long name. Um, by K. Toda, will explore the myriad of liter- literary influences behind the hit manga series, such as the models for the demons and the significance behind the title. Oh, okay. So this is basically a book that um, gives the reasonings behind a lot of the stuff he does in the Promised Neverland model. So some of the, uh, so he lists some of the main topics explored in the book as follows. Note that the following list may include some spoilers of so your Promised Neverland stand. I don't, I haven't finished it yet. I'm going to start reading this. You know, skip like 20 seconds. Um, yeah, so, I like, no, if you read it or not. Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: you haven't read it yet?
0: I haven't read it yet, but I don't care. I don't care about spoilers. I don't give a fuck about spoilers.
1: Okay, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I'm, I was just asking, because it is... I love the ending. There's a lot of people who didn't... Yeah, I loved the ending for it. I thought it was a great ending, but there's a lot of people who didn't like the ending, but it, to me, is one of those endings where you knew it. it everything can't be the perfect ending that you expected, but it was a... Mm-hmm. It it to me, it was a perfect ending. Like there was no no way an ending could have been better.
0: I I, I still hate um, the main girl. I still hate her. She pussy for me. But um, everybody
1: said the same thing, so I can't argue with that.
0: But um, I can't wait till it gets animated because from what everybody's been telling me about Evan, you you and Evan um have been singing its praises since like forever. Like Evan's read the whole thing. He loves it. Like he calls himself like. Uh, I think one of his AKAs are "Some of about Promised Neverland." Like he loves Promised Neverland."
1: Look, I, I try, I try and refrain from spoilers, but I think that <laughs> once it gets to the end, everyone's gonna love that series. There's still so much more to be animated, and I, I guarantee, in season two, people will cry. Season three, people gonna cry. Season four, people gonna cry. Season five, people gonna cry. It's gonna be tears nonstop because the show is crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Um, all right, so I'm gonna read these questions again. Skip like you know, like 20 seconds ahead. Well, as I read through them, 25 maybe. Um, but to the book will explore the topics of what is the true meaning between the, behind the title, The Promised Neverland. Um, some British and American literary works that may provide hints to the mysteries of the of the manga. Uh, Grand Duke Livius and Lord Bayan. Who are the models behind the demons? son Jews' original doctrine and Judeo-Christianity and how they intertwine with the manga, social hierarchies, queens, and hunting, which country resembles the demon society, the demon language and Hebrew, why is Levis Levis, uh, pet a monkey, and the freshness of the promised Neverland through a feminist perspective? If you skipped ahead, then this is the time where you can unskip because I'm done. But, yes, it, the, the um, book will – the literature or the book will go through all those types of things. So if you're really interested in finding lore, the deep, heavy lore behind um, uh, the Promised Neverland manga, then here's a book for you to read. Um, it's a manga plus also – or that's, that's for the manga. So I'm not sure when it comes out. It's coming out soon. I'll just keep, keep an eye on it. Google it whenever you get some free time. But if you're really interested in the heavy lore behind it, that's the, that's the place to look. Um, next, we have Netflix streams new episodes of Wit Studios' Great Pretender anime in Japan on September 21st. So, um, if you're, you you can watch the Great Pretender now on American um, American anime, uh, American Netflix too, and a lot of other worldwide Netflixes, I believe. But this it's only the first half of it. It's not the second half. It's only the first half. The second half gets dropped on September 21st in Japan. So we won't see it in America till February. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? We get that shit late to So, but again, always. always, but again, we'll see it. I came with the Watcher to Great Pretender. Um, I'm definitely going to review it once it all drops out. I think it's about 24 episodes. It dropped about 14 now. I don't remember how many episodes it dropped right now. Um, next up, New Higarashi, When They Cry anime has revealed its episode one will be October 1st debut. And it will have uh, its first uh, 13 episodes will be in the fall season. The second, uh, 13, or 14, I guess, starts with 14, 26, I don't know how many episodes, I think it's not 26 episodes, will start in January. So, you have to start in the fall, and end in the winter. So, uh, there's that. Um, we were just talking about Fate, Fate, Stay Night, Heaven's Field, Trilogy, Final Film, debuted at number one in the Japanese box office um, on August 15th. Um, that might be because not a lot of people are going to the movies, and they were just like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna watch this, or eh, maybe it was actually good, I don't, I don't know, but Look to find out. Um, also, they're gonna, the trilogy, they're gonna film that the third film gets a 4D screening starting on September 4th in Japan. I don't, I, I, first of all, I hate the idea of 4D in general. I remember seeing a 4D movie in Disney and they sprayed some water in my face and I was mad for <laughs> the movie. <laughs> who, who, who enjoys 4D movies, really? I I need to talk to you because they're not fun.
1: <laughs> Yo, that that is actually though, like, I've, I've only ever done one and, uh, it didn't bother me that much, other than the fact that they had like wind blown in my face. And I'm just like, oh. come on, man! <laughs> like, I can't see what I'm supposed to be looking at.
0: They got like the the wind blowing in your face, and like you hit the hit the little water, and it splashes up, and I'm like, nah, man, I'm wet. I'm not having fun anymore. Like, it's, no, no. Um, next up, Netflix streams new episodes of Pokemon Journeys anime in the U.S. on September 11th. So if you you know watched all the Pokemon Journeys, you want more? God damn it, it's coming. Um, it's coming on September 11th. <laughs> So, uh, there we go. Next up, Gintama, the final anime film, is based on the manga's finale. So, if you already read the manga, then, I mean, it's just animating what you wanted to animate, okay? Like, it's just confirming for you that Gintama's going to be filmed accurately. Um, I don't watch Gintama. I've never seen Gintama. I've seen clips. I'm
1: sorry. I'm, I'm the same as you.
0: I've seen clips, and it wasn't funny to me. So, it has not interested me yet. But maybe I will watch it one day. Probably not. Next up, Bleacher Report launches NBA playoffs coverage with the Cowboy Bebop OP. That, anime is worldwide, niggas. Okay. I,
1: First of
0: all, well, that was
1: hype, bro. That,
0: was, that would have got me hype. Come on now. I might be a ball fan like that. That'll get me hype. But uh, again, people who say that anime is a, anime is no longer niche, my friends. It's, I know for some of us it's kind of sad to say because we want to still act like we're better than people because you can watch because we know more about anime than them. But uh, anime is no longer niche, my friends. Everybody watches it. Um, next we have anima, anime. Ooh, I can't even speak. Anime NYC twenty twenty is canceled due to COVID nineteen. Something we knew that was coming, but I'm still sad. Um, next we have Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle TV anime premieres on October second. If you've been listening to the podcast for the past what since the winter season, the end of winter season, beginning spring, I've been waiting for this anime to come out. If you follow us on Twitter, um follow us on Twitter, our friend the uh, Spicy Lady, she posted the PV for this along with like the opening photos. It looks horrible. That's why I want to see it. I'm ready to make jokes about this anime. I think it's gonna be horrible. I don't think it's gonna be good, but I think it should be funny. So also, um, I talked about this. Actually, I talked about this anime on the Spice Lady podcast. Spice Lady podcast, which I think she's posting this weekend. I don't know yet. Who knows? But whenever it's posted, I'll let y'all know. Y'all can go listen to me ramble about um, ramble about rap battles and my favorite rap and shit. Um, next, we have "Haiku to the Top" anime second half reveals theme song and October second debut. The God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Can't wait till the second half comes out. I love Haikyu with every fiber of my being. Um, As yeah. you should. As I should. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Next up, Piracy Anime. And this is... No, this is uh, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga have been shut down. Sad days. Sad is days. Is it permanent? Out. It's permanent. Kiss, so Kiss Anime RU, the official site, has been shut down. The .to's, the .me's, all stuff like that, they're still up. But the R U is apparently permanent. I don't use KISS Anime anyway, so that doesn't really hurt me.
1: I use other it, it, it was too much, uh too many, too much
0: ads. Too many local Asians in my area. I, I don't <laughs> now they in with the local black women in my area, they might have got me a few times, but they didn't. They said Asians, so I'm okay. Just
1: trying to hit the wrong
0: market. It it they didn't know me. Um and the last news we have is all new free anime film. Uh, teaser trailer and it announces that the, not trailer, just a teaser. It announces that it'll be opening in 2021. So all our free fans, all our male fan service fans. Cause I know you're all out there. Your fan service is coming in 2021. Okay. Wanna we'll see some jets, some little some Asian boys with some abs. That's that's a hey. 2021 Jay. On the way. So on the way. Um, but that's all the news we have for today. Um Next we gotta get to as always like, oh, you know, the best the the best section segment in anime history, anime podcast history, last words. Um Telly, you already know you've been you've here before. You know, you know the deal. Slander. You can say nice things again. I don't like nice things, but you can say nice things. Um,
1: uh what you got? I don't have no slander right now. Um <sighs> other than the fact that uh I, I do hate black clover. Um <laughs> but it is a fact that seven deadly sins is now the new uh dumpster so uh i'll take i'll take black clover i'll, I'll give black clover a side seat in a dumpster and just throw seven deadly sins next to me <laughs> really you failed us uh let's see um one piece is fire but uh i don't know bro like i, I know a lot of people liking god of high school i low-key feel like this is trash um Great animation.
0: Talk on it. Talk on it. Don't. speak on it. Speak on
1: it. But yeah, that that's all I got for my uh for my ending slander. I don't really have too much meaning to say.
0: <laughs> um, first of all, I want to thank you, Telly, for coming on here and talking to me about fate. Um, I haven't been able to talk about fate in a long time, so I'm glad you came on here so we can talk about it.
1: Appreciate uh, you having me.
0: No problem, man. You 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 the fate guy. Whenever I think of fate, I'm like Telly. Um. <laughs> um. One, I have to agree. I'm not liking God of High School that much either. Um, this, it's you know, it's not making me and my homegirls happy. I'm not with it. Um, <laughs> not with really. it. I think again. I've read. This is this again. This is why I don't read. Okay, y'all, y'all be keep trying to tell me to read, but I read God of High School and then I watched it and I was very sad because it wasn't like the the manhwa, the uh, tune. I was sad. So I wish I hadn't read it now because now I judge it. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yo, that is hilarious. I wish I hadn't read it down because now I judge it. Um, but as of right now, next week is our mid season episode, so you're gonna talk about mid season anime next week. Um, God of High School is not in my top three, it probably won't even make my top five for originals. I'm not even talking about continuations. There's a lot of good anime this season, and if you're not watching it, you're missing out. Decadence, gotta watch that. Um, I, I don't got the list in front of me but a lot of good animated season and don't don't just be watching God of high school because it has no story it's just hands. I'm okay with that but it does not make it top it's good 3 when it is it does not make it top three um only the slander I have is of course for heaven's feel fucking garbage you don't have to watch it you don't have to watch it. if anybody tells you to watch Heaven's field just slap me in the face be like no I'm not watching that shit there's no point no point um but besides that, thank you all for listening um totally thank you for coming on again you know what i mean special special definitely i talk fate again um i'm gonna hit you up and tell you to watch the magical girl one so we on the same page
1: yeah just give me a heads up like a a couple weeks in advance i'm gonna binge all 12 seasons of the magical girl magical girl stuff I, I watched two episodes and they was in the hot tub on the first 10 minutes i was
0: like okay there we go <laughs> So it's, it, there's not a lot of fan service in face, so they reserved all the fan service <laughs> for the magical girl. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that's my save it for us. It's, oh my gosh! All right, but yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it again. Can't wait to have you back on. Mike, check Waifu Waifu
0: Whenever, man, just hit me up. But like I said, I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm doing another podcast on future. Another podcast on Monday. Um. What's good, everybody? It's your co host, Bo, aka the Manga Mogul, aka the man who reads a thousand things. I'm just here to thank you guys for listening to the episode of the Black Anime Podcast. If you want to join in discussion with myself and the other co hosts,
1: connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at BLXXK,
0: and again at XXK anime i also wanted to remind you guys to check out our patreon The link will be in our description below depending on the tier that you guys subscribe to you guys will gain access to exclusive podcasts with our monthly guests link to join our discord server
1: with other listeners and us as the black anime host and you also guys get discounts on
0: future black anime merch so pretty cool deal again thank you guys for listening to the episode and don't forget to look out for our next episode